You're listening to Say Yes to Travel with your host, Sarah Dandeshi. Welcome back to another episode of Say Yes to Travel, the coronavirus pandemic edition, where I have been interviewing all of my contacts in all the different realms of the hospitality and travel industry and getting their insight as far as what's happening, the day-to-day, and what we can expect in the future. And I'm so excited for today because I have, oh, I hear her laughing already, (laughs) April Blackwell, who um, is a front office manager, but she's more than that. She also has her own business and books to private clients as well, too. And I'm so excited to have April on here because, A, we used to work together, so we definitely have a lot of fun stories. And there, yes, there used to be a lot of yeah. dancing <laughs> as well, too. <laughs> a lot of dancing. Um, but she, and what I, I love about um, April, and I will let you talk, I promise, um, is that, you know, she, like myself, we work in operations. So we work, as I say all the time, on the front lines of travel. So yes, you've got general managers. Yes, you've got people that work in sales. But the, the people that are on the day-to-day interacting with guests, that's what April and I do. And I thought it would be so great to have her on because, you know, she's been working with people up until recently. So April, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Well, again, April is my name. Um, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. I've been in LA for about maybe six or seven years now. Um, Back and forth from Atlanta. That's where I, you know, come from. So um, right now I'm just the front, I was a front office manager until I was laid off because of the coronavirus and everything. So I'm just been, you know, in my house, just trying to stay quarantined and, you know, stay safe. Yeah, no, absolutely. You definitely need to stay safe. And I'm so sorry to hear about um, you being laid off. I know that we're seeing a lot of that, uh, especially in major cities right now, just as, I mean, there's nobody in hotels um, in a lot of them. Um, How long have you worked in in hospitality? I actually remember when you first started. Yes. Well, if you want to say like hospitality, like in general, it's been, I've been working in hospitality since I was in it. Since I was about 16. Wow. Five now. So, but as far as hotels goes, I've been in hotels since 2013. So it's been a been a couple. So I have a whole lot of experience. I've seen a lot, good and bad, <laughs> in this industry. But it's I love it. It's the industry that I've I've happened to fall into, and I I love it. Yeah. No. No. I. <laughs> I know we we've always had some good times together. Um, so, uh, I mean, I know that you kind of touched on this briefly. I mean, more, but I, I wanted to hear like how has this like impacted your day to day? I know that you mentioned that um, I guess you've recently been let go, but maybe leading up to that, like how how did you see um, as this pandemic spread and, and news was coming in like minute after minute, how was this affecting you at work the day to day? Right. Well, at first I will be honest. I didn't think it was that serious. I thought mm-hmm. it was more like a flu breakout or something and people just need to be more careful. So I wasn't really like, you know, thinking it's going to be a big situation. And then when people started coming up with the, the virus more and more and more per day, I was like, okay, maybe this is getting a little out of hand. 
And then um, I started hearing about more people getting it here in LA and then New York. Mm-hmm. And I guess at the hotel, we weren't really, at least my GM wasn't really thinking that it was going to get crazy. And then it, I guess it was probably the very next week, might have been right after, I would say March 16th, 17th, right mm-hmm. after that, it started getting really crazy. So then I started to panic because we didn't have any guests. There were no guests. Our occupancy is normally between 75% and 100%. Mm-hmm. That's not normal. Uh, our occupancy was about 3% that last week, and I, which means we only had about five guests in-house. Yeah. So I... Oh God, what are we gonna do? Like, I feel like this is gonna be a situation now because there's no guests. Like, what do we do? We ended we ended up having to close the restaurant a week before we actually closed, or at least made this decision to close. I didn't think they were gonna even make the decision to close. They ended up just cutting people. So they cut the hours. They didn't like lay off anybody yet, but they just cut hours. And then finally they started uh, making the managers work only. Mm-hmm. They, they had to pay us anyway because of salary. So at some point, I was like, you know what? I don't think we should be here. <laughs> I was like, you know, I, I don't know if I feel comfortable working, knowing that all these people are getting sick. And if you think about it, hotels are, you have travelers coming in and out, in and out. So you don't everywhere. Has what or what. And we do the best we can to clean rooms and all that kind of stuff. But then you have to think about our housekeepers. They have to go in there and clean that stuff. Everybody's not clean, okay? Then we just put it, put. I mean, that's just being 100% real. People are, some people are- I love you, April, for this. I love you. I'm just keeping it 100% real, you know? And so when I started thinking about our housekeepers and us, as far as greeting guests and speaking to guests, the, the coronavirus is so easy to get. So it's like- I was like, you know, I think we should close. This is my, I told my GM, this is my opinion. I don't think, I don't feel safe. I don't want to be here. I, I want to go home. So the next day I ended up, I stayed home to quarantine. Cause I just didn't feel comfortable being at the home. I, I didn't see a lot of guests. We only had like five or six, but we still had a couple of arrivals each day. And, and I was always talking and interactive, giving the keys. And, you know, we, we passed in each other's journey. I was just like, no. I think we should, I should go home. So I ended up going home and I just said, I'm not coming back. <laughs> and they respected my decision to do that. And then maybe the next day or two, they sent out a whole email and said, we're out, we're closed. So then two days later, three days later, we were laid off. <laughs> so I mean, it's it sucks, it does. But at the end of the day, we gotta stay home. We just gotta stay home. We gotta wait till this, till this thing gets, over and you know this morning i saw a lot of issues with new york they are having the more the most probably the worst time trying to get people to stay home and then they have all these people come to the hospital and it's just crazy and how it has gotten so crazy now i don't go nowhere i work out in my house i eat i if i have to go to the store i will everybody goes early or I know a lot of people try to get tissue and stuff like that. That had, they have, You have to go early in the morning to get those things because the shipment comes in maybe twice a week. I know there's a shipment Tuesdays and Thursdays are normal ship days. If you don't know that, Tuesdays and Thursdays are shipment. Get some stuff. You got to go early. But if you don't want to be around a lot of people, then just go at the end of the night, like tour before they close, and you might be able to get a couple things. I mean, you might not get tissue and stuff, but you can get 
food and stuff like that. Some things. I know. I know. It's It's been so crazy just seeing how like everything is impacted. And I, I know that we're, we're kind of focusing more on travel and hospitality, but that's not to make light of, and, and not to, you know, respect like restaurants, small businesses, like gyms, salons, like all of these quote unquote, non-essential businesses. Okay, you know, <laughs> Who wrapped it up? <laughs> Can't get nothing done. I said, well, my nails ain't done. <laughs> no, no. It's, you know, it's, it's tough. It's so tough. So I know that there's a lot of like uncertainty out there, but what, like coming out of this, like, how do you, like, how do you see like how long it might take? Like, um, I mean, obviously it all depends on how long we're in this, but how long do you think it might take for us to kind of like bounce back or crawl out of this? I mean... It's really hard to think about coming out of this as bad as it has ended up being. But it's March. I would say, honestly, just seeing everything, I honestly don't think we will back. We'll, we will bounce back until August, mm-hmm. as far as the hotel. Maybe this will slow down in the, in the summertime, so it kind of starts to you know fade away. But it's gonna take a while. As bad as it is right now. I mean, there's a lot of people that they aren't taking it serious and they're not staying home and that's the problem because it's so easy to you know pass it so you have to you have to stay home you just have to just suck it up and stay home and don't go nowhere because if you don't it's not gonna stop and it could go longer it could go all the way to the end of the year i hope that doesn't happen but as far as hotels and restaurants i mean thank god some restaurants can stay open and deliver but as far as like, you know, if you want to sit down and dine in, it's going to be a while before we do that. It's going to probably be, I would say August, September before we can actually go to a restaurant and sit down. That's crazy. I know. I, I mean, I kind of agree with you on, I mean, on the timeline, obviously I hope for it to be sooner, but it's like, it's really, really, really severe. Yeah. Um, what do you think, um, like, what kind of, like, lessons are you kind of learning from this whether they're life lessons work lessons like what are your like kind of big takeaways make sure you save your money and always have a savings account because you just never know when something like this is going to happen like who knew this would happen but if you take the time to just put ten dollars or twenty dollars in your savings account in your you know you'll have a safety net just in case if it wasn't for my sister my sister's in town she came here looking for other opportunities because she's a corporate flight attendant and, and she's in industry too, but she only does corporate. Like uh, she only, she actually flies one specific family. That's it mm-hmm. as well. And she got stuck here because she's, she lives in New York. She can't go back to New York. So if she goes back to New York, it's just, you know, it's just, it's crazy. So she's here and, you know, if it wasn't for her and go out and, and split you know funds to go buy groceries and stuff like that and because I was running low I was like okay I'm running low I'm not I'm, I'm grown I can't call nobody and ask nobody for anything so when she came I was like oh thank you because if she had not been here I probably would have been eating oodles and noodles which I am still eating very small I don't eat a lot because I want to make sure this grows I mean I eat what I'm supposed to eat but you know <laughs> 
I don't go crazy. I know people are bored in the house and they just eating. So I'm in my living room. I work out in my living room. Work out. If you don't like working out, then do something else. Figure something out. Because if you just sit in the house and watch TV and you just, you're going to eat, eat, eat. You're going to get fat. <laughs> this is where you're going to get fat. Don't do that. Don't do that because you're just going to get bored, depressed, fat. Yeah. Well, and you bring up a good point because, you know, a lot of people um, are, are using this as a time. I mean, like we're all in this together. So it's like using this as a time to sort of reset and like recalibrate. So it's like, okay, like recommitting themselves to working out, recommitting themselves to make healthier eating choices. Um, and you know, for those that, that are like, whether their mind's restless or they, they want to be, like take this time to be creative and, and focus on things that maybe you wouldn't normally have time to, whether it's yeah. paint, draw, read, mm-hmm. um, or even, you know, explore new business opportunities online on social media as well too. So yeah, yeah. it's Believe just you. because we're all at home doesn't mean that you can't be doing something productive um, and, and constructive, like, like good, good for you, be yeah. it health, of your mind or body. <laughs> no, I know. Um, yeah. So I uh, wanted to kind of like get your, your thoughts as far as like, what things do you think in the travel industry um, will change moving forward? Mm, probably more safety precautions for certain things. Or like cleaning precautions or like, yeah. Yeah. Housekeeping, like, they already have a safety guidelines of what things they can use in the room when they clean the rooms, but mm-hmm. they will probably now because hotels do the best they can to be clean and they make sure they clean the rooms hundred percent. We go in, we, we have someone go in the rooms, clean the room. We have a supervisor goes in and inspects the room to make sure that point. But now I think they'll go they'll make them clean it differently and we'll have to use different products now because of the situation. And I mean, when you go into hotels and you're on an airplane and you, you just have to really be safe with yourself, like have wipes, have Clorox, Clorox wipes. Like I'm really funny about that kind of stuff. When you're in a hotel, don't walk on the floor with your bare feet. There's some house shoes on. We, they got slippers. A lot of hotels don't have slippers, so you might want to get you one at Walmart and put it in your bag and make sure you walk. Just don't walk on the floor with with feet with your bare foot. Don't do that. That's actually a good travel tip. That's something that I don't think about a lot, but you are so right about that. Yes, my mom was was a flight attendant for thirty five years, and that was one thing that she would be so mad at me if I tried to walk on a hotel floor or any floor for that matter without my shoes. She would yell at me like, "You better put your shoes back on." Put them house shoes on. Don't you walk on that floor with the bare feet. So now it's in my mind and I always like have worn house shoes in the hotel room. Don't do it. <laughs> Please. So that actually, that, that reminds me. So yeah, that, that's right that your mom um, was a flight attendant for so many years. Um, what has your mom been saying about this? She's just like, oh my God, I'm glad I wasn't around. I'm glad this didn't happen when I was working. Um, Cause she's retired, so she still get a check. <laughs> so, but but she was just, you know, she's really concerned. I was concerned because she um, she's older. My mom is like 60, 
Well, actually, she probably would hate me if I tell you how old she is. You don't have to say how old she is. (laughs) I'll say that. (laughs) I'm I'm worried because both my parents had a sore throat. So I was like, um, y'all need to make sure y'all okay. Y'all okay? She's like, yeah, we're fine. We just had a little sore throat. And I told her to call the doctor and just make sure, you know, because they're older. And I know that if you were an older person, if you were to catch the virus, it would be, you know, it would go down here from there. So, but they're fine. I think they're fine. I talked to her. She said, oh, I feel fine. Honestly, if an older person has a, has a symptom and it hasn't gone down here from there, they should probably be okay. A lot of places don't let you take tests. Um, I went and took a test. That's right. Yeah. Can you share about your test experience? Yes. So I had a cough and I was just, you know, I'm, I'm just freaking out, period. I'm just like, look. If I can get this test, I'm going to get this test. So Kaiser Permanente is where I go, and they actually give tests to people who have slight symptoms or whatnot. Now, you have heard about the test that they put in your nose and you pull. Well, they don't do that at Kaiser. Basically, you have to spit in a cup, and, like, you have to just, you know, it's not the best thing to do. I hate doing it, but you have to just get all you can get down in here in your lungs and spit in a cup, and then they will take it to the lab. It takes about four to but I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm fine, but I just wanted to just be sure and make sure, which is why I've been quarantined and I haven't gone anywhere because I don't, if I did have the virus, I didn't want to pass it because it's such a simple thing to have. You don't have symptoms sometimes. And so if you have any slight symptom, even if it's like a cough, some states don't want to give you the test because you don't have a severe situation. So they make you stay at home until it gets better. So... Regardless if you knew or didn't know, if you're at home and you're quarantined, you're taking care of yourself, drinking a lot of fluids and stuff, you should be fine. Yeah, no, that's that's smart. Um, and it, it's so it's so crazy just like to hear about like how people are doing the testing and like all of that. But I mean, it's it's all about being proactive at this point. Like yeah. we, we just have to and being and taking ownership as well too, because it's yeah. all too easy to be like, oh, I'll be fine. And it's like, yeah, you might be fine, but like, what if you're carrying it? What if you give it to somebody? You pick up a fruit at the market, and then somebody else. I, who knows? Whatever. It can be so many different things. Oh, um, yeah, so so easy. So um, I know we talked about. Um, so many like serious topics, but want to maybe kind of end on a lighter note. Um, what what do you love about travel? Um, well, you know, for me, I mean, in you mean just the travel industry in itself, or like, or just like about you, like because I know that. So we kind of get to see both both sides because we work in the travel industry. But then I know that you travel just as, as you know, you travel quite a bit. Like you've been to some amazing locations. But like, what do you love about it when you get to go travel? Like, what what does travel? Yeah, what do you love about it? I mean, the best thing for me is the hotel. Like, of course, I'm I'm in a hotel, so I always want to go to the best or. You know, Triple Advisor is always a good place to go when you want to kind of get some information on how people enjoyed themselves or didn't enjoy themselves at these properties. So um, I, I want to go to a place where there's a beach, it was hot. You know, I don't, you know, being in California, it's nice, but it's been cold for the past two years. It hasn't been that hot like it normally has been. So lately, at least if I could go on vacation right now, I'd probably go to like, honestly, I'd probably go to maybe Mexico or something, somewhere close by us. But, you know, I just want to go to a hotel where I know that they're being clean. They are carefully cleaning things. (laughs) 
and um, I'm gonna have a good time. The bars, the restaurants are really important to me because I love shrimp and food and I like to try a lot of different things. Something they'll have a lot of things going on like parties and you know, I mean, that's, that's more of my thing. I don't really yeah. care about, I mean, maybe I do. I'm not so, well, it sounds like travel for you is just like about the experience. It's about yeah. where you're staying. It's about what you're eating. It's about the activity. I mean, it, it's, it's an experiential thing. Right. Like, I just want to have a good time. I don't want nothing bad to happen. I want to be safe. Yes. Um, so the, that's, that's all that, that's it for me. That's it. <laughs> Oh my, I have to say, I love talking to you so much and I miss working with you. We would always have so much fun. You always bring a smile to my face and I watch all of your Instagram stories like a little stalker because you just crack me up. You are so funny. You know what? Just when, when you're stuck in the house, <laughs> oh. you just got to make the best of it. And regardless, even before that, I'm just... If I'm at work and it's nothing to do or something, then I'm just always crazy. You know, I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. No, you you do have such a good attitude in regards to that. And that's why it's always so fun, you know. Um, and especially right now, like, we have to make the best of it. So um, thank you for always being just fun and vivacious and all of that. Um, so, well, thank you for joining me today. For those that have just uh, tuned in, where can people find you and follow you and, and watch all the, the great stuff that I get to watch? <laughs> well, if you would like to uh, enjoy some fun, fun stuff with me, <laughs> I'm on Instagram. So my Instagram is uh, April underscore is underscore B dot well dot MGMT. And that stands for Be Well Management. That is my business that I have for myself. My That's job. awesome. Well, well, we'll put a link for that as well, too, so people are able to, to yeah. check that out. Because um, that was a lot of underscores there. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, but that was a lot of underscores. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, who? Can I buy a vowel? I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. Um, thank you again so much. And thanks, by the way, for everybody who's tuning in and um, hearing this. This has been just an exciting series to just hear what everybody's going through just so that we have a better idea so the perspective of of what life is like now especially in the hospitality and travel industry so thank you guys again for tuning in um i'll list all of april's information thank you so much april and um as always everybody stay safe stay healthy and as soon as we're able to travel happy so thanks so much Oh, yeah. Oh, and as April was mentioning right <laughs> on the video, I can actually see her. And don't forget to wash your hands. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Good you. one. Good one. Thank you. <laughs>